0: I said give me a
1: hell, yeah! Alright everybody, and welcome to a Double or Nothing previewing, Last Riding, Wednesday Night Warring episode of the Brothers of Discussion. We're going to talk everything from AEW's pay-per-view this Saturday. The future of Drake Maverick. Talk a little Owen Hart. See if my neighbors can hear this episode, because my windows are wide open. That and much, much more. Matt, another spicy week of wrestling. Uh, this week did not disappoint. There was news galore. Uh,
0: some good, some very not good. Uh, but how are you doing, there? I'm doing great. Uh, well, I mean, I know we're going to transition into not good news, but... Uh... I'm, too, I'm doing pretty good, yeah. This is tough. Um, people want to know, what happened to your beard? Jesus. Well, see, like I just said, it's such a not interesting story. Um, I shaved it, and now it's not there, and now I'm growing it you back. You had a
1: beard, and then I don't have one. So now we both don't have one. And I can't grow one, so you have to pick up the mantle, Matt. But I'm still a hat guy, so...
0: I got a hat. Mm. I'm a hat guy. So, for I all guess you, I guess all I'll all you be listen- Master Guy. Ugh. God. Alright, go ahead, man. Sorry. Yeah, time for you to go play some Call of Duty, I guess. Oh, yeah. Some, you want to play it tonight? Some Doritos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, go, go ahead, man. Where can the beautiful people find us? They can find us at. BODpodcast.com, podcast.com, uh, brothers of discussion.com, at, at BOD podcast on Twitter and on YouTube, and brothers underscore of underscore discussion on Instagram. And then uh, for all the podcast listeners, we are on Apple, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, you can find all of the links actually on anchor.fm slash brothers of discussion overcast radio public and stitcher we just got to start doing some stuff on stitcher for like our premium subscribers <laughs> uh also we need some merch we we need to sit down and like have like an actual business meeting one of these days yeah that's that's a t-shirt we need merch merchandise we need to we need a the the brothers of discussion faithful have spoken they want to beards yeah that's what they want um <laughs> Or some mad hats. We could do like a like. A, well, I am looking at some sweet ass hats uh, that I've had. Like, um, you know, you do like the what's it? Uh, the I keep wanting to say demonstration. Um, like a, a you know a fake hat. The, the hat I don't have a hat. A mock-up. Uh, it's a cool. Oh, a mockup. Pad. Brothers, of discussion yeah. with like a leather logo. Uh but on you know but on this side not not on the back side.
1: i got to figure okay. out what I
0: want to put right here or we could do something like we could make hats and t-shirts that say like Wednesday Night Wars, since we have those segments. Oh uh,
1: yeah. It's
0: like yeah, we should be doing that. We should we should uh we should have our uh, Let's get on it. Yeah. We could call pro wrestling tees and the the whole site will shut down. Ooh. Um <laughs> I, I I don't know if it's good today. There, there's not yeah. a good way to... We just uh, got to get it out of the way. Get, yeah, there's yeah. Not, there's not a good way to transition into this. Um, and uh, I, I think we would be remiss and we would be dopes if we didn't at least uh, acknowledge uh, the passing of Shad Gaspard and, and one of the most tragic stories uh, I think we'll ever hear of somebody's passing. Um, and I mean that for anyone we know, uh shad and his 10 year old son are getting uh swept away in a tide and shad makes uh the request for the lifeguard who's coming to take his 10 year old son and those were the last words spoken by shad uh because he was never seen again um alive um so uh shad of course member of crime time uh we've been seeing all the videos that were being shared uh Really, just to me, eye-opening waste of his talent, to be completely honest, because he he was a guy that could go in the ring and, um, you know, uh, some of the stuff that's being thrown around, I I wish that uh, he could have had a few more respectable notches under his belt uh, than what's being shared around, especially with the guy that the other story that's been uh, shared by Bleacher Report. Uh, today on social media was uh, when he was in line uh, sharing sharing a line um, with a criminal who had a fake gun, and Shad, uh, after this criminal d- decided he was going to rob the establishment that they were both inside of, uh, Shad broke up the entire robbery by taking the man's gun, which again was ended up being a fake gun, and then he held him down to the ground. So this overall was just a noble human being, um, and even in the most like dire of circumstances still held on to his his dignity and proved to be one of the i i mean i i don't know how you could any story you could bring up that would say that you're a better human being than to be in that position um you're one of the best human beings i mean uh but to be put in that position and to do the thing that we all hope we can do uh and now that story will live on forever. I. I don't want to make a joke out of this but you know i am i'm one that would i i relate to uh there's a joke uh by a stand-up comedian that we both like david cross uh he ends his current uh tour with this joke about somebody breaking into his house and his reaction when he he realizes somebody has broken in uh and just the ah shit like He's just about to die. He's not stepping up or manning up. Uh, But then he realizes he just sees himself in the mirror. It's a a good laugh. It's a good joke by David Cross. Uh, That's how I imagine I would act. And uh, Shad has had multiple occasions now, now that this other story of of him uh, acting uh, during this robbery. Uh, Just a fantastic human being. And uh, especially in these times when we're seeing... Uh, you and I both live in Michigan. Uh, we're seeing the worst of humanity come out. Uh, it's really sad that this is, uh, you know, for all of the, I don't, I don't know how to get into this part, but it, it's just, uh, it's more tragic to know that uh, some of the scum of the earth continues on and Shad really was and proved it to be one of the greatest, you know, a fantastic human being and uh, and he's gone way too soon. Yeah,
1: um, I think the worst part about this is, uh, like, all the stories about Chad are great. Um, it's, it's great that they're, you know, seeing the light of day. And um, uh, the worst part is just the WWE highlights that we have to put together. Um, mm-hmm. Because you see what a, uh, like, a confident, um, like, moral, uh, charismatic person he was in real life. And it never really got to translate into his, you know, his on TV character. He was known, you know, as part of the stable crime time. Which, you know, we've had Vince McMahon have, you know, Mexican characters lie, cheat, and steal. And then they, you know, had black characters who were part of crime time. And, you know, they just had spinners and ridiculous chains. And it's a shame. Uh, So it's a shame that, you know, Shad kind of helped, you know, lay some of the groundwork for somebody like the Street Profits, who are now looked at as almost, you know, WWE, like, ambassadors. Where they're on the show, you know, not just selling their own match, but literally selling Monday Night Raw to the crowd, acting as, you know, stand-ins for the fans. And I think that's a job that, um, you know, Shad and maybe JTG could have got together and done. But, you know, at least at least with their efforts, we could kind of see where the popularity was, you know, where the crowd loyalties, you know, where they lied, um, and somebody like that. And it, at least at least it's benefiting, you know, today's roster. So it's it's a real bummer that he, you know, passed away that, that tragic way. And, you know, his his poor kid had to see him like that. And it's a, it's a real bummer. Um, So yeah, rest in peace to Shad there. Uh, You know, thank you for the memories and Matt, I guess we'll try and get this all out in a row, but this week, um, uh, Dark Side of the Ring uh, produced another episode. This is the, uh, the Owen Hart episode if you haven't watched it, it's uh it's gonna crush your soul. Um you know, you've heard it a million times. Um, you know, from people like Stone Cold, Jericho, you know, the greatest of all time, just talk about how, how much of a pleasure it was to know Owen, you know, in the ring, know him personally. Uh, they had some cute segments. Uh, Jericho was talking about how he used to dream about tag teaming with Owen. Someday, and he used, to, he, had a, he used to draw pictures of himself and Owen Hart with the championship belts and they actually found one of the old pictures and it, it looked terrible Aww. but it was labeled Owen Hart and Chris Jericho and it was like Calgary Alberta tag team champs. Um, you know they kind of tried to tell the story of uh, the, when he had his, his fall <clears throat> the uh, equipment that was used isn't the equipment you would want to use. It was something that would snap under six pounds of pressure. It's something that's supposed to be used on a sailboat, uh, not to be carrying human beings uh, like they were using on WCW with Sting. Um, so it was, you know, the detectives doing the work said it was, There's no way this was going to support a, you know, a 200-pound man. Uh, this was something that was designed to snap off uh, with weight because it's supposed to, when it takes pressure on a sailboat, release it, you know, so the uh, sail can go off into the wind right. if it to be. Um, so I mean, there's still some conspiracy stuff, you know, about WWE, but that's, I don't, I don't think that's really what you're supposed to get out of it. I think if anything, it just sounds like rushed ineptitude on WWE's part. Um, I think the best part of it was, uh, we kind of got, we got a reason there because you and I love the Hart Foundation, love the Hart brothers. Um, and we kind of got an explanation for why we're never going to see Owen Hart in the hall of fame. Uh, basically his wife, you know, Martha was just saying that Owen Hart was a wrestler, you know, he was part of the dungeon, but you know, it's not all his life was. He liked bringing joy to people. He liked bringing happiness to people. Uh, you know, why so we have this Owen Hart foundation and you go on that website and it's literally, you know, it's not like they just care about animals. So they just care about, you know, feeding hungry mouths or getting medical supplies out to people or just in the United States or just in Cambodia. It's literally the globe. They have their, like they're, they're contributing something positive all over the earth. Um, So, I mean, I guess what she wanted to do is, you know, not have his life be limited to the wrestling part and not be limited to the one thing that she thinks, you know, was his downfall. She thought these other characteristics of his, you know, his wanting to help other people be there for other people um, show his generosity. That's way more important than making sure that the WWE, you know, gets to pat itself on the back for adding this guy. And it kind of made sense. Like she said, she'd rather have his legacy be defined by uh, his heart. You know, the pun there, uh, have it be defined by his heart rather than just his wrestling. Um, so one kind of cool thing is um, I know that you and I have talked about, well, that's great. You know, I, I, I just wish I could kind of have something, you know, to do that loudly and proudly. Cause I, I love Owen. I think a lot of, you know, wrestlers loved them. You know, we talk about Kevin Owens being Kevin Owens because of Owen Hart and because of his son, Owen, who we named after Owen. Um, they're doing something kind of cool. If you go on pro wrestling tees, and I'm advising this now because I already purchased mine. Uh, but they're, uh, they're doing shirts that are just, uh, the proceeds are all going towards the yeah. Owen Hart foundation. Um, and like I said, it's literally any, almost any positive thing you can think of that's going towards, you know, zoos feeding the hungry. Um, Uh, first responders they're they're literally all over with all these different projects Uh, but they have own heart t-shirts uh for a limited time uh so buying those on pro wrestling tees is you know going to go right towards that so um definitely a documentary worth worth a watch um you know it's uh, they've had really good episodes all the way through but you know i wanted to see what they did with the own heart one and uh you know just just another well done well done show narrated by jericho himself uh and you get uh, you know all the Talking Heads you'd expect, and uh, most importantly, get to hear from the family. So they uh, you know gave their approval, um, and they're excited to uh, get those shirts out there and help out the foundation because it's you know that's what their um, that's what their uh, priority is right now. So.
0: Yeah, I I mean uh, what I've seen over the last week, and and I, I loved because we've t- we talk about it now uh, every year once we get to the hall of fame and um mike i don't i don't play along you ask me so and so is being inducted how do i feel and then i go i don't care it's the wwe hall of fame it's not a thing it's just a tv show and yeah. uh i like couldn't have been more proud of of martha when uh, when she was asked about it because that is exactly what she said uh it was on uh, uh comicbook.com interviewed her and she laughed it off like what do you like why would i why do i need to put him in the wwe hall of fame it's not there isn't a tangible thing for you to go visit for you to touch uh for you to experience pro wrestling it's uh, it's honestly just a list of names that you know it's it's an excel spreadsheet for the wwe to to figure out who's gonna put people's <laughs> butts in seats um And I I honestly, uh, I'm going to be buying a t-shirt just because of that. I I think that's something that people need to actually hear and realize because it comes up way too often. When is so-and-so going into the WWE Hall of Fame? Who gives a fuck? That is such... You can go back, everybody. I've said it now a couple years in a row since the show started. Don't waste your time watching the Hall of Fame. It's not a thing. It, it's not like you, you can watch these wrestlers get appreciated in so many different other ways um don't don't do it with the thing that's just trying to like eat up a few more bucks um but yeah i i, I all the respect in the world to martha after hearing that because uh just like cool now uh everything i've ever said about it is justified um some more bad news ember moon um may have a career-ending injury. Uh, She this is the thing. Do you say I might have a career ending injury if you have a career ending injury? Um, I don't know if you do say that. Uh, There's there's rules out there like when um, like I I don't I don't know what to do with this information, Mike. I feel like I'm saying it because it's the big news this week and Ember made it news herself. Uh, But like when my wife and I found out that um, she was pregnant, we had rules to go by. Of how long we had to wait before we made an announcement. So it's not like you make the announcement uh, the day you find out. You wait, you know, make sure you go see a doctor, see how things are going along, make sure the baby's progressing. I don't, um, I don't know what to do with this information. uh, Knowing that, uh, like it was her saying, I might have a career-ending injury. I've never seen this happening happen before. Um, I'm confused by it. Why you would make a pre maybe announcement um yeah it'd be really Um, sad if it did happen i just don't understand the making an announcement that i might be done just kind of weird from my perspective in on a wwe youtube show kind of i mean it's yeah it's one of two things like
1: uh you know it's either like in the moment she just is literally coming to that realization during the interview like yeah I might have a career-ending injury, or it's something where it's you know trying to garner interest, and they're all like, "No, Amber Moon, come back!" Um, you know, making her like an underdog because we know how they you know kind of butchered her booking as soon as she got called up. Um, I mean, she did have you know a few uh, nitpicky injuries that kind of kept her from being at the top, but she's she's never had a run at the top of the card for WWE at the you know main roster level. So, yeah. Actually,
0: when I heard that quote. The first thing I thought was, "Oh, it's a work." I mean, that's what I—I I don't blame you for thinking that. Um, we are we're watching a thing where um, you know the injuries can be worked around. Um, I just to—we're—we're uh, we're in the situation now, Mike, where a guy—I'm not. This is so we, we have to dance around so many different ideas because we don't want people to think like I'm not—I'm not saying. A- anytime anybody says they're out, that it's fake, or that we should consider it a work, or like th- something like that, it's just the the choice of words being used in the situation, mixed with the idea that we now live in a world where Daniel Bryan and Edge came back, why are you making a pre-announcement before knowing for sure? That's what's so confusing. Guys that ca- their careers were over are now not over, so yeah. d- to make a pre-guess. Shoulder shrug. I might be done. Just, I don't know. It's 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 very odd. And and the reason being is that when you make that announcement, like we've heard the stories now a couple times with Daniel Bryan and Edge, most recently, of how many people they saw before they finally, like they don't just see one doctor and go, my career's over. They see a ton of doctors. You gotta get. I mean, this is your livelihood. So just to be in that situation and go i might be done uh doesn't it doesn't sit well with me i think there's there's the likelihood of something else going on here and this is me tiptoeing around like making sure i'm saying the right things here but i i think there is a better likelihood of something going on here than um than the this just being ember moon you know wanting to prepare us for her eventual retirement does that make sense yeah like, you don't really um, want to prepare anybody for your eventual retirement is what i'm saying but yeah uh, it it sounds
1: like they're you would either you could either say it or you wouldn't you i don't think you would uh, you would tease that if it was really the
0: case you know what i yeah you know that's I mean? that's a better way to put it um so yeah uh, kind of confusing i don't know if there's too much to to dive into after that but um and we do have I mean, a lot to talk about. So I, yeah, I the know. only the only other thing is I'd say like um, like people like Kobe Bryant
1: and uh, Steph Curry had like injuries in that area, and those are injuries like in the 70s and 80s you were done, you were done, um, and both those guys were back uh, within 12 to 18 months, and like excellent. So I know those are like mega athletes, but you know you're you're it's an injury you can come back from so it's it's not like it's it's an impossible thing um it's mm-hmm. it's not you know the, the the medical knowledge is to a point where I, I i think an achilles should be okay i know we were more concerned about spinal injuries those are still that still blows my mind that you could come back from a spinal injury uh, but achilles is not as bad as it gets so i i god i hope it's a work Right, um, we could, just, we could
0: absolutely be speaking out of turn right now, and, like, this is the absolute worst Achilles injury. We don't know enough to speak on it. It's just the uh, the situation is just odd. Yeah, and I like guess on a produced to...
1: television show by WWE, uh, maybe at a career. It's just a... Yeah, hmm. head turn. Yeah, there's some yeah. other puzzling things that WWE, the company's done to a few superstars here. But, uh, Matt, did you get a chance to watch the last ride episode too? Nope. Uh, okay, uh, I'm just gonna say you should rec- uh, you should watch it. I'm recommending it to you. Uh,
0: you should recommend it. The- All right, I recommend you guys watch it. <laughs> uh, just some uh, some really chilling stuff, Matt. Uh, where uh, after that,
1: you know, god awful Royal Rumble and Roman Reigns match, uh, he gets his second hip replacement, and the footage of poor Mark Calloway, like his his leg meat just being ripped up open, so they can put this little, uh, titanium rotating piece in his hip. Um, you can literally see them take the drill inside his leg and bone fragments are flying all over the place. And that big son of a bitch is ready to walk, uh, within like hours of this procedure. He's, he's a machine. Um, yeah. but, uh, I think the coolest part, is, uh, you know, he wants to get back in the ring. He wants to, you know, fight Cena because that's kind of the story they're telling his you know, return matches since uh, Garbage 1 versus Roman. And uh, his practice partner... Um, uh, goodness. Because uh, we get to see... Remember Edge? They had that uh, uh, little uh, video for his return and he was going up against um, uh, <laughs> the Revival. Who was that, Dash? Yeah, Dash. um undertaker gets his practice and he gets a ring built in his in his uh his property and he's wrestling of all people primo from the colognes cool. <laughs> so man. primo's coming in taking bumps for the dead man um so that was a really cool moment see that's who undertaker trusted <laughs> help him uh, get like back <laughs> Mike, you're not in selling shape. it
0: on me so, come on give me give me something <laughs> i got both fragments primo. and primo
1: <laughs> and then uh the best part i think is uh they get the whole relationship down between, uh, Undertaker and, uh, and McMahon, Vince. And, uh, you know, Undertaker is always just very grateful and respectful of Vince. And, you know, this guy gets it. This is why I do this. You know, I want to make him happy. And, uh, to see Vince's reaction and they say, what does he, what does the Undertaker mean to you? And, uh, he basically tries to there's got to be a little theatrics because it's it's wrestling, you can't believe anything, but he definitely looks visibly choked up and he's not able to answer the question. So I think that's kind of worth it too. So give it a shot, man.
0: Oh, I saw that one online. So. It's no, it's popular It's a popular gift now. <laughs> I, I, the gift took care of it. Uh. Well, we got uh, we got
1: to do the Wednesday Night Wars. We got to do uh, Double or Nothing this Saturday. But Matt, I just I know you want to touch on uh, one thing for Backlash, and uh, they got a few matches together.
0: Oh yeah, I mean um, just because your boys in there. Yeah, uh, I guess all you got to do um, you got to win one match, and then come out and watch Drew McIntyre uh, defeat Baron Corbin, and then you get a title shot at Backlash, uh, just like. If Drew McIntyre wasn't coming out and doing like, I mean, this is this has been the the best performance uh, of his career thus far. He's got so much. I would say of a champion, and huh? I would say of a, a heavyweight
1: champion. I can't remember being this like enamored of a champion like Drew when he you know he he likes doing the three two
0: one you know with the crowd before he lays the claymore down yeah God, i like his new t-shirt it's actually like, that talk less claymore uh I, I, yeah that is a good so one i made the mistake of pre-ordering his last t-shirt because i was trying to oh. show my mcintyre fandom um <laughs> i'm gonna wait till they do another one of those because they so i bought it then the, the very next day after it was fine so you, you couldn't pre-order it anymore yeah then they did a 50 percent off sale so it was like son of a bitch i bought it Paid thirty bucks for it and to get it shipped, so it was like forty five dollars. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, and then the next day they're like, "Oh, it's uh it's ten bucks now. So do you want another?" <laughs> well,
1: oh,
0: I'm starting to have to man. Um, but no, but... I, you're right. Uh, th- I mean, this is for me. It's hard to measure because I I'm such a Drew McIntyre slappy like I. You know, I I could feel this coming back in December, and then he gets the win uh, at the Royal Rumble, and it's honestly for a huge Drew McIntyre fan. This is as, this is as good as it gets in pro wrestling when your favorite guy, uh, who's been pushed down for so long, uh, gets gets a shot with the title. Um, I the right the rightness of
1: it is like right up there with um, like the Fiend debuting at SummerSlam, where it's just yeah, like, yeah this is exactly everything this is going is according to plan. I just um, I, I just can't get over it when Drew like has, uh, when he does the countdown and there's no crowd. So now it's like he's just doing it for himself. Oh come on, Drew, three, two, one, let's
0: get this son of a bitch.
1: And he just starts charging across. I just love watching him fire himself up with his own countdown. He, does, own he does an amazing
0: job with these uh, the crowdless shows uh, yeah. or the audience less shows. He, he knows exactly what he's doing out there. And I feel like he's going out there and just going, I'm going to try this. And it just works because he's, he's coming in with all of that confidence and charisma. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So Bobby Lashley takes down our uh, truth. Uh, you know, that's who you got to take down uh, before you get your shot at the champ. He's a stepping stone. He's a championship <laughs> stepping stone. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it is, it is a great pick for backlash for Drew McIntyre. another, uh another match where um you know it's not you know let's give bobby lashley a title shot i saw a lot of people on social media saying finally bobby lashley getting a shot and i'm like (laughs) what standard do we have anymore when we're saying finally bobby lashley gets a title shot like come on i know the announcing will like so far down the list uh,
1: what's the what's the word, uh, selectively, um, you know, forget certain feuds and matches and things like that and win-loss records, but I honestly can't think of Lashley getting, like, a one-on-one match. And I, I haven't clamored for it, beca- obviously, because his character doesn't do anything for me. I mean, physically, it looks like somebody who's actually going to give McIntyre a challenge, but... Yeah. I want more of this MVP building him up. I think that will that will help me. It'll garner more interest for this match, for this feud, because uh, we know Bob can't speak for himself. Um, so maybe MVP can do the speaking, the talking for him. Uh, maybe he can speak and talk for me too. Uh, the other oh. match, Matt, what I really like is uh, they're, they're pushing this Edge and Orton feud. It's like, Edge, ah, we're not putting you through the roster. I'll just put you with your best buddy in the whole world. Um, they're gonna wrestle what's they're they're dubbing the greatest wrestling match of all time. And Matt what I just really like about it is usually in these kind of feuds, they'll start with wrestling and then like um it'll kind of derail into chaos and, you know, violence and weapons. But for this to start with the most, you know, violent match they could think of and then go to a a wrestling like, you know, quote unquote Matt wrestling, um it just puts a little bit of a unique spin on it, knowing, you know, like, what's in the back of their mind,
0: what it might have to take to win,
1: you know, the greatest wrestling match of all time. So it's I, it just sounds like another good way to build this story.
0: Yeah, th- this is twofold for me. One, this is a big middle finger to everybody that complained about the WrestleMania match. I, am, I feel like I'm the only one in the world that was on the edge of my seat. And I remember, like, talking about it right after, and I, I gushed about it to my wife, and she didn't watch it, but then... Uh, even us getting together and then talking about it on Twitter and like the whole world was on the same page and like, man, that fucking sucked. (laughs) And I was sitting there going like, that was great. Like we just got, uh, the fight from they live for like a half hour. I fucking loved it. Um, (laughs) it was a little moany. It was a little long. I would have probably
1: chopped off like 10 minutes.
0: Here, here's the thing is, uh, I, I, i I loved it, so now now they're dubbing this next match, the greatest wrestling match of all time. I, I feel like it's a big fuck you to everybody that hated that match. They're like, fine, you don't like <laughs> like some some drama and storytelling mixed with weapons, then this is what we're gonna do. And then I, I say it's twofold because that's that's one where I like the idea that they're giving the middle finger to everybody that had that. that initial jump reaction to that mania match but the number two is i am so interested to see what the greatest wrestling match looks like are they just going to be doing finishers are are we really going to get like edge like i don't know like what can he do are are we going to get like a a seven star match like is are we all going to be looking to Meltzer after this going like huh so 6.25 6.25 what i'm
1: hoping what i'm hoping they do is they uh they get edge and uh orton fitted for singlets and uh those little soft pillowy helmets and then they can really like you know mat wrestle each other with those black hey. sneakers on and black socks like that's, well, that's what i want to
0: see yeah absolutely that's exactly what i mean I, like i can't wait to find out what this means and and i gotta say i love Drew mcintyre i think uh uh i think we're all waiting for the fiend and braun Strowman to get booked which that might might be a Summerslam match but um yeah. man, I we're about to talk the AEW match card for double or nothing. Yeah. I don't I, I hate to say it, but I don't know if there's anything I'm as excited like to see what the greatest wrestling match of all time looks like for Edge and Orton <laughs> compared to <laughs> anything on the and that's not a shot at AEW. I think I think the marketing or the uh, the idea, the build behind that idea like um behind the just giving it already the title of the greatest wrestling match of all time like i just i'm giddy to think like oh my god are they really gonna like give us a show is this really gonna be the one we talk about for the rest of our lives or is there something else that we're gonna be able to give make me singlets of? and helmets
1: singlets and helmets that's what i want i want points like i want points going either way you know that's what i want <laughs> um well hey let's move on to the wednesday night wars and then we'll jump in uh, in that big old pick review this saturday because if we don't visit each other AEW is getting $120 Woo! from the Brothers of Discussion. Uh, Matt, I took NXT this week. Uh, You got AEW again. I think AEW won. Uh, So I'm going to do moment three here from NXT. (sighs) Matt? Mike. It was very puzzling. Uh, It was Dexter Loomis fighting Roddy Strong. And I was watching this match, and I knew – I, like I thought, okay, Dexter, we're building this guy up. We got a new monster. We're you know because we're kind of losing some monsters. I don't know if guys are getting called up. We're getting resituated, and Roddy just took him to school uh, wrestling-wise uh, with the chops. Uh, you know, with the full move set, all his backbreakers on the outside of the ring, on the inside, um, his Olympic slams, his submission moves. It's just, you know, it's Roddy. He's one of the best. Um, and Loomis was coming out there with like. Um, generic Bulldogs. Uh, he had a headlock. He had a, I'm going to throw you at the ropes and then do a back body drop on you, like Ric Flair style. And I was kind of, ooh, I don't know what we're really getting <laughs> Dexter. But the good part was the story afterwards when uh, Roddy did get the win. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Roddy's a much better wrestler. And then uh, Dexter snaps, puts him in this kind of weird chokehold where he's, he's petting Roddy on the head, kind of like a chinchilla. Um, and the Undisputed Era comes out and just starts peppering him with kicks. Um, he acts unfazed by these kicks. And then, uh, you know, our boy Adam lines up the last shot, and that's when uh, Velveteen Dream comes out. So I put it as moment three because I was really excited to see Roddy actually triumph in this match where I thought he was supposed to be getting Loomis over. Um And Dexter's, Dexter Loomis' character, Matt, is that he's going to be Dexter, the murderer. Because multiple times, uh, Morrow mentioned Dexter with a dark passenger, not unlike Dexter the killer. So I guess if you're a fan of the the hit TV show, Dexter, you're going to like
0: Dexter Loomis. Matt, moment three from AEW,
1: what do you got?
0: i I really like i'm thinking about this show there really isn't a top three for this so i'm just going to throw out some moments but it's important to mention that uh i I saw on twitter people complaining about the first half of aew being a lot of talking um but there was a good reason for that it's go home show uh for double or nothing yeah we're getting people uh, injured the two days before the pay-per-view come on we lose uh i believe matt jackson We're losing Britt Baker, who had, uh, as I put it, two tons of Nyla Rose thrown onto her knee. And uh, Ray Phoenix goes for a suicide dive, uh, only to have it turn into a suicide dive because nobody was catching Ray. That looks really bad. Yeah. So, what what was good? Um, I really liked, uh, I mean, MJF giving Marco Stunt a shot at, uh, you know, really showing off his stuff it's a... <laughs> when marcus like is having to go up against like brody lee and Wardlow. um it's just you know it's hard to watch but then uh, i do like the the cockiness of mjf getting involved so that I, i'm just gonna put that as one of my moments that that didn't end in complete devastation <laughs> Matt, uh, moment
1: two for NXT then. Um, uh, I'm going Rhea and EO. It couldn't be number one because if you're a, if you're a, a, a schooled v- a wrestling fan, you knew Charlotte was coming out to interrupt and she did. Uh, but I think a few times, you know, like Rhea's last couple matches, she's almost Dolph ziggler herself out of contention. Like she's such a great, she's a, one of the best I can't... I, honestly, you know what? Fuck it. Rhea is the best seller I can think of in the women's division. She's so good. And Io was, like, hitting all her moves. Um, her uh, Tiger fame kick looked incredible because of Rhea. Like, it, it didn't even look um, contrived. You know, sometimes the way it can, it, it, it felt like a natural spot for Io to take advantage of that run as, you know, Rhea was kind of drooped over the ropes to eat that kick. Yeah. Um, the Suicidas just looked so great and then uh EO did some great um uh, like Rick rick Flair heel work where she just raked the back of Rhea and Rhea just sold it like she just did the ice bucket challenge like Ah and then she kinda whipped around and did um you know the iconic I... said that oh, Are you joking me? And uh Rhea whipped around and said, oh, Are you kidding me? So I don't know if it's like this Australian thing that's Are You Blanking Me? Uh but it was pretty funny. Um uh, and I'm just I'm pumped to see the payoff. Um, I, I hope one of them can triumph over Charlotte. I, 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 I don't pers- I know you don't, I don't personally need to see Charlotte as my NXT women's champion. Uh, Rhea and EO gave a fine reminder of why they're the class of the NXT women's division. Um, and they're arguably two of the better performers under all of WWE's, uh, women's umbrella. So Matt, it brings us the moment you've made, what you get?
0: uh another quick shout out too, to, a, to kind of a fart sandwich for the show because uh i mean it's more of the direction they should have gone in um that uh jake the snake and arne anderson was just not fun um i i don't oh. think i am a part of the generation that really gets going for that but i, I it didn't really do anything for me but uh, I'll put on the good list is uh, Orange Cassidy and Ray Phoenix because yeah. the start of that was fantastic with uh, Cassidy getting out of the way those kicks. Uh, you know, unlike uh, was that a week ago or two weeks ago that he really got fucking rocked. Uh, well, that was
1: just a week ago. That was yeah, yeah
0: okay. So um, but I you know you get to see Orange Cassidy and I, I, I be Orange Cassidy and I, I saw it summed up online where it's like can you believe like this is like one of the best opportunities we've had to see orange Cassidy. And we only like, we met him a year ago kind of thing, you know, like uh, on AEW programming, uh, he comes out in that, um, that Royal rumble type match that, uh, that double or nothing had Uh, just, you know, if, if there's any good thing to come out of this, this AEW show, it it was something like that. But um,
1: yeah. I'm glad you said that because I, I think that people see Orange Cassidy, people who don't watch AEW, and they think he's just there being ironic and making fun of wrestling. But the only reason that gimmick works is he actually can wrestle. Like he's a really good, you know, cruiserweight. He's super yeah. athletic. Um, his top rope stuff is top notch. Like that's that's the only way he can get away with doing it with his hands in his pockets is he's that good. Um, so I think this was, you're great. I think this was a great showcase for him. And for me, another reminder of how good Ray Phoenix is, uh, where I, I would put him up there with Ray Mysterio. Uh, I think that sometimes JR fumbles over that name sometimes. Uh, but besides being both luchadors, both being first name Ray, uh, Phoenix is that athletic, uh, when he does those flips off the second ropes instead of the top. So he's got to like get his legs up. It, it's so like, visually impressive as a viewer I-, I thought that was a really entertaining match i liked it a lot
0: what's your number one yeah uh i
1: i think i don't know if it's just the shock of the outcome uh but drake maverick winning again uh so now he has set himself up to be in a triple threat uh between uh jake Atlas and he's gonna fight Kushida again and then the winner of that triple threat will win Group A and then go into the finals to fight for the cruiserweight belt.
0: Yeah, very very fun way to set up. Like honestly, I I would give the win to NXT this week because of that match.
1: It 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 really was an A plus. Like Maverick, is like as good as I saw selling from Rio. That's what Drake was doing uh, when Kushida was locking in his arm. Um, and he sold the broken wing you know for the last like 10 minutes of that match but he was screaming like bloody murder every time it would get into a submission move it was never like ah it was ah, like these shrieks these you know just yeah. guttural shrieks um and it really like i was like oh man it's it's all over for him kushida's the favorite he deserves it you know they're gonna push this new guy and damn it all
0: man drake overcame yeah, this, um, is, this is what we always want out of these these tournaments and the the round robin stuff is genius i i yeah. love it because the last thing you want to do cuz i think impact wrestling just announced the tournament is to just sit there and go every every promotion has a tournament and it's all just working out in the same exact way this i don't know it's genius and i hope i hope there's more round robins like this going forward it gives you so much more i feel to do storyline wise than just win loss win loss win loss like this this element of stay you know uh stay in or play uh spoiler once once everything's done like they didn't do that for every match you know and 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 you're not just playing spoiler because you're you're um rated lower than the than the person you're facing or they're the veteran. Um god there's there's so many fun things to do with that and I, I really like it. I it goes back to this element of what AEW wanted to do with records and have like a power ranking that actually mattered. Yeah. Like that's the kind of thing that they're missing right now. Like having uh you know, we do our hockey podcast, uh the discussion five. Anytime the Detroit Red Wings, who are having one of the worst hockey seasons in NHL history this year, anytime that they could take down one of the top teams, it was always like they took down the Bruins a couple times this year. And if you're not a hockey fan, they're one of the best teams in the league record-wise. Um, took them down twice this year. And it was like, man, those are the highlights of the whole season. And you go back and watch the replays of that because your shitty team beat up the best team in the league. Uh, yeah. that Those – those are the types of things I think are missing from AEW, but, uh, I, yeah, I don't know if you want to keep jumping in or I could jump into number one here.
1: No, oh, um, it's, it, it just, uh, the last question I was just going to ask you is, is, is
0: Drake, is his WWE career really over? Well, so EC3 just posted a bunch of stuff online about Rockstar Spud, and they've got t-shirts they're selling together, so they're posting on Twitter. So to kind of get the look behind the curtain, I do think his career's over with, uh, you know, they're going to have a heartbreaking finish. Um, but uh, it's still fun. It's still fun yeah, to it see just, it
1: go. it's just weird to, uh, like, I love watching his story. It's just so weird that it feels like whoever defeats him is just going to get heat.
0: Yeah, you know I think I mean? uh, yeah, I think this and is an you're, opportunity. You're elevating you. a guy who's gonna leave, so it's an opportunity for for Jake Atlas, I think, to turn turn heel. I, I didn't like his baloney talking down to to Drake, and Drake just had to nod like a month ago. I thought that was horrible. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that there, there's an opportunity here. You hope they take advantage of it, uh, kind of thing. Yeah, it just
1: means that you know they don't do that for everybody. You know, hi Rusev, um. You know, they arguably did it for uh, Moxley, who we're going to talk about in a minute. So
0: it's just... I You know what it is? It goes to show folks that um, you got to treat your employers well, even if you fucking hate them. Uh, because Drake only had nice things to say. Um, he did everything that company asked them to do. Uh, getting family members involved and really looking like a little weenie sometimes. And then there's Rusev, who you know, I, I'm not saying he went about it the wrong way, but now we're talking about what are the benefits of not doing the Rusev and complaining on Twitter literally every day. Um, you know, not being the revival, uh, not having to like shave your back on TV because you're complaining on social media like every day. Um, I think it's pretty obvious that they see that stuff and the way Drake handled wanting to, or, or I guess his departure from the company, um, seems to be working out pretty well for his character and when he hits the Indies uh he's gonna be a super duper star
1: yeah yeah good for him uh Matt, uh number one from AEW, what you got
0: for yeah us? well I'll just run through this real quick so we're going too long but um you gotta go with the uh the end of the night if it's not for a pretty compelling if not horrible ending uh <laughs> but pretty compelling Uh, matt hardy match where uh god damn if it isn't tough to watch him walk around with that dump in his pants uh i i know a lot of folks get excited when matt hardy comes out but holy shit um man he he does not yeah he doesn't hit the ropes his body
1: doesn't move anymore yeah
0: like i i get it like We all appreciate the work he's done, but don't kid yourself, everybody. I mean, I'm just being honest when nobody's asking me to be, so I don't know why I'm choosing this as the moment to say it, because I actually enjoyed that match. But uh, it is hard to watch Matt Hardy matches because his body doesn't move. So uh, that was fun. But the moment of the night was watching uh, Hangman Page run 100 yards. Oh, my God. That was such
1: a great spot. (laughs) I love that so much, seeing that, that little figure in the background just... Uh-huh. yeah i
0: I watched it first on my phone uh' cause that's how I watch a e w and, and nXt is it was yeah. on my phone. I couldn't even see anybody coming, so that was the way to watch that, so all I saw was nothing, and then all of a sudden hangman was like right there, so it worked for me uh but I could tell i I know why everybody else was making fun of that because you just see it happening, you can tell Hagar's waiting for it um and I think he's getting a uh, direction from either Matt or Nick Jackson. So it was, it was just yeah. kind of fun. Um, well, like,
1: uh, well, uh, Excalibur made sure to point out uh, uh, the cowboy out there in cowboy boots. I was like, Oh shit. You know how hard that is to go like 20 yards running. He just went like a hundred yards and hit a devastating close line. I would have slipped and fell on my ass. I don't, know if, <laughs> I, I don't know if that was all one take, but I was impressed. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um, I, give I him a beer was...
0: give him a beer next time. Have him run across the field. <laughs> keep that beer.
1: Give him a beer in one hand and like an egg and a spoon in the other. Yeah. That'll really impress me. And then have him smash the egg on Jericho's head or something. Uh, well, we're gonna keep talking
0: cool. uh, AEW, Mike. We're jumping in, but we're gonna have to do yeah. some uh some adjustments here based on uh some injuries but the time uh, constraints too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, let's let's jump in. Uh buy in pre show for uh for um double or nothing private party versus best friends um so this is this is interesting for me i i i am one that is watching the tag team division and i still god you know i i just i'm not getting up for this match it feels like for the tag team division to really get my goose going i i need i need like Kenny, Ant-Man 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 involved. Ant-Man I, I yeah. need the Young Bucks involved. Um, like, it is great that they're giving them wins and these, these you know, these tag teams and SCU uh, face each other, you know, in the middle of, of every AEW Dynamite. But, um, god damn, I really don't, I'm not, I'm not excited about this match. But, uh, you know, maybe they'll tear the roof off is there nope, there's no i'm really... gonna look at it as like you know a new day versus street
1: profits just kind of just kind of a fun you know athletic contest uh you know i'm not gonna it's not gonna be long you know will probably be like 10 minutes if that uh i just at this point the way they push the best friends and um you know they get their big hug and orange cassidy I, you know this smells like a best friend's victory and you know, we're getting private party back on tv who I, it feels like they've just been gone. Gone. uh they were fighting for the the championships were they were they champions um and now they're just off the face of the earth so i i don't know if it was covid related because it definitely looks like based on how massive this card is uh we have like a nine-man ladder match we have a battle royal uh covid concerns is out the window uh but matt for this match give me the best friends
0: well mike do we think uh we're actually gonna get a win for sean spears i think that, I yeah i think so i think he's gonna win uh yeah. going over uh going over uh, goldie or dustin rhodes um this one i thought was so funny with uh, the way they handled his promo doing that uh the breaking news report uh i couldn't help but think of uh the john krasinski uh good news show i okay. good good something or other he john krasinski has a, a youtube show where he he just talks about good news oh. during uh the pandemic um oh, i thought yeah. i thought it was kind of cute that that was the direction Well, going i need Sean. you to
1: carry the show for 45 seconds i'll be right back oh my god be
0: right back. sorry well i'm gonna run through all these matches <laughs> then folks uh so why should sean spears win uh he should win because he's been putting on a pretty good show uh this is this is a guy that that came in as someone that was supposed to make some big strides or some major strides and we were all begging uh and 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 i say we as in uh, actually quite a few folks Uh, that that hurt me but uh we're all begging as pro wrestling fans for him to get a better shot in in wwe and then he comes to aew and he he loses a lot of his major matches so (laughs) hey i'm back let me finish my thought mike jesus so sean is due this victory and i think they're putting the right type of uh grease on the old um uh see now i'm now i'm losing it now that you're back uh but they're greasing this up pretty well with with what's uh with with dusty coming back kind of and probably retiring uh so so i i I guess i shouldn't call him dusty uh dustin (laughs) uh but yeah that, that that's the direction we gotta go sean spears uh you you ruined my you ruined my momentum mike but um so who you got on this one If Dustin Rhodes wins,
1: I guess Sean Spears asks for his release. Um, (laughs) I mean, at this point, come on, man. Give the guy a victory. I don't need to see Dustin Rhodes win ever again. He should be there to get over the Sean Spears of the world. Um, And this this is no exception. Give me Spears.
0: All right. Um, Uh, Next one might not be happening. So, uh, Britt hurt her knee pretty bad in that tag team match last night. But – if it does actually happen this is a brit baker win i think this is brit's someone that they've got to start building up as like a major heel in the company and statlander will still be statlander i don't i don't think she's someone to carry this division i don't think she's winning the title anytime soon so oh give uh you think she's winning the title soon not soon
1: but i honestly i was gonna comment that uh We just got another reminder uh, Wednesday night. Uh, I think she's a really good wrestler. Um, I I don't know how far that alien gimmick is going to go. When I first saw her paint, I thought it was that uh, that PlayStation 4 video game uh, with the red-haired lady, and she shoots bow and arrows, and she rides robot dinosaurs. Uh, That's what I thought she was going for.
0: Um, What is Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: I I honestly think that, you know, if – God forbid, you know, there are a couple injuries that, that Chris would be able to stand in and, you know, be uh, be a champion. I, I haven't really heard her on the We're mic.
0: Yeah. You can't say but I, I feel like cur Well of like she's, twelve she's people that got hurt. She'd be right there. She'd be right at the top of my list.
1: <laughs> I I you know, like Britt Baker's, you know, a more charismatic person. You know, we've seen it. We have we have objective evidence we could point to. We just don't have it yet with Chris. All I have is I know she's, you know, put on pretty impressive matches so far. And I, I, I would want, I want to see more of her, I guess, is what I'm going with this. So hopefully Britt is just got a, a tweak. Hopefully she's not going to be on the shelf for a while. Cause it felt like she is, like you said, she's like the only woman who's getting like a non-title story. That's compelling. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's all based on her heel work. So Bridge did go over. Let's build up, you know, some characters. You know, and they need wins in addition to good promos. So give us, give us Baker as long as she can go. Man, um, that moves us to MJF versus Jungle Boy. And uh, I thought MJF had a pretty fun match with Marco Stone. I, uh, I know you didn't like it as much as I did, but I like that spot where he made Marco pick his own nose and then eat his own booger. I thought that was pretty funny uh but i have the maturity of an eight-year-old so mjf is right up my alley um did
0: i say i didn't like that match i don't think i said that
1: i just i know you didn't like it as much as i do okay that i can guarantee um sure but i think that we could use we could almost copy and paste the same opinion for Britt baker to mjf like yeah, I like seeing him be a a, a a heel, but I need to make sure he leaves these pay-per-views of victories, and this should be no exception. Jungle Boy, at the drop of a hat, you know, he could be one of those, exactly like Statlander. Uh We had some injuries. You're going to be a weird underdog champion for, like, a month.
0: Whoa. Oh, my God. Jesus. All right. Uh, now you're talking that. crazy. You know, hold
1: on. Not the
0: AEW champion, but maybe that TNT champion. You know, let's yeah. see that TNT television champ. Uh, Jungle boys, Woo, it's pretty boy. good. Pretty the good. The takes are flying. Good. Woo um, Yeah, not much for me. Not much to dissect on this one. Give me MJF. Uh, All right. Casino ladder match. Uh, I gotta go, Luchasaurus on this. I I think if if there's anybody that that needs like that step up um you know i mean uh, he's stuck right now with marco and jungle boy and i don't know if that's the best spot for a guy that gets the entire crowd on their feet and uh, because jungle boy's great marco stunt's great but the when when the when they're out there the jurassic express like they're not they're not going crazy if luchasaurus isn't out there um i think that we were critical a year ago of luchasaurus because we hadn't seen everything that he could do but i think he's proven that and more like he he does he does good promos and uh he's athletic as hell and this is an opportunity for aew to have you know pretty giant guy uh in the spotlight and maybe a competitor for brody um in regards to size so uh give me luchasaurus i gotta um, say too there's a little baby bunny like right in front of me and it is uber distracting i mean a baby bunny. Take a picture of this baby bunny i, um, no I don't know if you'll be able to everybody see everybody
1: involved in this but it's darby allen colt cabana orange cassidy ray phoenix scorpio sky kip sadian frankie kazarian luchasaurus and mystery competitor uh matt off the bat colt cabana ow orange cassidy ow ray phoenix is he wrestling I'm going to say out. Scorpio Sky, out. Kip Sapien, ah, out. Frankie Kazarian, out. Luchasaurus, out. Matt, I'm narrowing it down to two people. Darby Allen and Mystery Competitor. Uh, They want to push Darby to the moon. He has continued to lose to uh, Cody, and I think you can almost call him Rhodes now. I think they almost have the copyright all worked out. Uh, it's either Darby or mystery competitor. If that can be Pac, Mm-mm, rub those hands together. You don't think, so Matt, it's,
0: You can. You don't think it's Rusev making his uh, way over?
1: No, he's got his ninety
0: days. He's probably got to wait. Oh yeah, so. I forgot about that. Well, so give me Darby time. mystery competitor. Those are my. That's my one too. Um, so we've got. Uh... Matt Hardy in the Elite versus the Inner Circle. Um I do like the the spot, so I stole the match card from CBS Sports how far down the list this is. Um because I do hope I don't This is gonna close the show. It will. It might should it might just run in the background the entire show. I don't know what's it's going to close the show, but it should either be your AEW World Championship or this match that I'm going fucking nuts for, which is Cody versus Lance Archer. Um but this is this is an inner this should be an inner circle win i feel like like something they have opportunities here for matt hardy to realize he's not really a member of the elite hangman he doesn't want any part of this no no more uh something something to kind of break things up like this this seems like an opportunity to to tell some future stories uh because this i mean does this really end with the inner circle losing and the elite stand tall i don't know if that Gives us enough I, going into the next yeah, you know,
1: week. I don't I don't mind um, building up the rest of the inner circle. I feel like the elite, you know, Matt and Nick Jansen – Nick, Nick Jansen. You, <laughs> you got know, everything wrong there. <laughs> Mack Mac and Nick Mac Jansen, uh, those guys never need to win again. Over. Kenny Omega never needs to win again. Over. Hangman Page would be best serve, uh, like, turning – just either abandoning the match or, you know, that's going to be the most effective use of him, not him getting, you know, oh, and a buckshot from 400 yards away. You know, like he's running all the way from like a triple-decker parking lot and then across the 100-yard dash and then a close line, which actually would be a pretty cool spot. Uh, Matt Hardy absolutely does not need to win. But I think the inner circle, like the Santana and Ortiz's, the Jake Jack Hager's, the, the Spanish God, I, I think any of those guys should get the win. None of the old guys. Um, so I think it should be a, the youth of the inner circle to really build up this uh, faction. Uh, that would be the best use of uh, the time and the uh, spot on the card. Give me the inner circle.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm going to say I, I want the inner circle to win, but I, you know, what's probably going to happen is the elites going to win. Um, all right, women's championship, Nyla Rose, <sighs> and Hikaru Shira. Um, I I don't know if it's time to turn the title over um i i think nyla is gonna hang on to this i, I look i watch i watched that tag match and i still don't see a super strong division here so i think what you need to do is build a super strong champion and someone that doesn't look like they're gonna lose the title because um I mean just that like we were talking earlier about statlander and and when you think about what a prominent spot she has in that division and and i just look at it and go oh man i don't know if she looks ready to be a champion um you know maybe a champion in aew is kind of like how this is built out um but all that being said, I I think the the better way to go at that is just keep making your champion look stronger, and then that'll help build the division going forward. So you've at least got one person that's your, your super strong, uh, competitor, and eventually someone's gonna take her down and and kind of take over from there. So give me Nyla Rose. Even though I really like Cheetah. Yeah, you uh, you really sold that one exactly how I would
1: have. Um, I think that the women have been just a little too interchangeable. Um, the only ones you could name are Britt Baker and Nyla Rose, and one because she's the champion, and the other one because she's actually been having her character built. Yep. Um, so at this point, I wouldn't again switch hands with the championship. You, you pick Nyla, so you got to make her just – an unstoppable force and you don't, you don't make her unstoppable by losing in a no DQ match. She's the biggest woman on the card. She, she has to win. This is, this is Nyla written all over it. Matt, let's save, let's save that for last. We got Moxley and Brody Lee. Um, Moxley is the champion, but Brody physically has the belt on his person, which I love. Um, What is the best case scenario for this match for the, future of aew best case scenario outcome here
0: hmm i mean what do you have in mind (sighs) what the hell you just throw what's the best case scenario and i got a fantasy bucket you don't even have an answer ready no, I'm asking you the question. I
1: didn't know. I thought I'd ask you and, you know, maybe piggyback your idea. Um, it's just, so here's what we're, here's what we're going between. Max is, is already over. People love him. Uh, do we need to see him lose the championship though? I mean, he hasn't had it very long. He's had what one defense against Jake Jack. Um, and then Brody Lee's just coming in with, eh, you know, not a whole lot. Oh, his his one feud now is going to be Moxley. So,
0: look, the dark here's. And I think this I is where you're going. Like the dark order, what does that mean? After they already don't function well with their old leadership, um, in regards to like it just not getting over at all. And then the only thing that they could really get over is the fact that they had a mystery leader, which ends up being Brody. And Brody's been built very strong, but if he doesn't win this match, what? what is the ultimate goal of this faction? Um, I think John Moxley is going to win this match, but I wonder if it's better to have a longer feud here. Um, and, and maybe have, have Brody, I don't know, maybe it needs to end in DQ and Brody hangs on to to this title and just walks away with it. You know, not as champion, but what he's continuing to do and Moxley continues to try and fight to get his title back. So, maybe it's a considered a loss because brody cheats but he still hangs on to the gold i i mean the way this faction the dark order is working out i i can see that going on but i i just it's it's tough for me because i i don't know if this faction can do well with a loss here um and i don't know how important the faction is to AEW. um i assume it's pretty important in which case eventually they should have a champion uh but so far Without the Brody wins, the Dark Order has been an absolute joke. So, I think what we just did is make the case, or you, what you just did is you made
1: the case for this to not be the main event. Um, that it's going to end in some shenanigans. That Moxley will still technically be champion, and Brody might still leave physically with the belt. Because I, I, of all these big guys that this company's, uh, uh, you know, trying to build up, uh, you know, in a small capacity, the Luchasaurus is the in a larger capacity, the Lance Archers, in a, in a weird capacity, the Brody Lee's Brody Lee is the one closest to being the undertaker where he just, like it would be an accomplishment just to have a good match against him where he doesn't necessarily need gold to be interesting. If you're going to make him this weird religious character in like a a white gold robe with all these followers and black, and it looks like kingdom hearts is going on behind him in the background. I don't think he needs a championship victory in his first match, so I don't think that his push would be wasted in a loss. It just—Moxley should win and leave the match on his back. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. What do you mean? Like I don't know. Of course, we've seen that happen a billion yeah. times. So what do you mean, Mike? You want him? Um, you want him to squash Brody Lee? Is what you're saying? That's interesting. I don't. That doesn't work at all, Mike. You're crazy. <laughs> um, so this should not close the night because I think that Brody Lee should
1: just leave, um, uh, like with the uh, moral immoral victory, I guess, but not <laughs> yeah. necessarily as the champion. Um, so this 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 should go on further. I think that Moxley and Brody definitely kind of you know looked at each other in the in the locker room and said, hey, you know, we can help each other out here. So I, I think that's what's going on. Um, this should be a long-term view this should not be settled you know in one night um uh, moxley wins but not a clean you know a win where he's just triumphant holding the belt over his head and that brings us matt To what what could be matched in the night uh cody versus
0: lance Archer. cody has been matched in the night for every single one of these aew pay-per-views so lance archer mike is going to walk away as looking like a superhero uh or a super villain uh, lance is going to take this cody's going down um and it's going to be beautiful and we're going to love every minute of it and it's going to be the one we're tweeting about for the next week and we're going to be saying man cody rhodes is just mr pro wrestling um that's my prediction
1: Yeah, I mean, if you think about, um, you know, Cody just being, you know, covering blood for his brother, um, eating that god-awful chair shot from Sean Spears to help him get over, um, you know, doing his best, uh, you know, for the Darby Allens of the world, uh, you know, letting letting Jericho be champion there. uh, I I just – you're right. I, I'm like giddy with anticipation to see how he helps this violent Lance Archer get over Like, yeah. what kind of just God awful things he's going to have, you know, allow happen to his body. Um, Cause I think he's, he's literally going to be like crumpled in half when Lance finally triumphs and becomes that TNT champion. So um, I think we're going to be in a, a real, you know, and for a real treat come Saturday for this one. The only thing I do not want to see is Arn Anderson and uh jake the snake fighting each other i wouldn't mind seeing lance Archer uh like pummel arn anderson just give him one good you know spine buster or something like that yeah. but please for the love of god do not have jake the snake eating bumps i think it, that would that's all i ask just don't do that um yeah i think they're they're doing a really good job with this murder hawk Um i'm not ready to buy a t-shirt uh but I, I think that it will be fun to watch him terrorize you know, aew for the weeks to come so cody is gonna lay down for this guy and uh i think uh we're gonna be in for a pretty good show and basically what we almost did is book heels all the way through <laughs> oh did we yeah oops I to...
0: no i picked baker
1: yeah, mjf sean spears um uh uh the inner circle Nilo rose lance archer and Brody lee (laughs) we didn't pick any faces
0: oh i i still think moxley's walking he's gonna have a victory right i don't know what what am i arguing for you're right we heels are gonna heels should win a pay-per-view every now and then uh to help some stories move forward um all right so everybody uh check out bodpodcast.com brothers of discussion.com i appreciate everybody that checked uh checked out the site in the last week because we had a huge bump um so thank you very much please uh if you could if you subscribe on the website that's how you're going to get all the new episodes that pop up uh if you could uh subscribe to our youtube channel again just the brothers of discussion uh it's brothers underscore of underscore discussion Uh, on instagram you get both this show and all of our hockey shows will go right on igtv but we also have a few clips that we'll throw in there as well and then find us on every single podcast platform including apple spotify google play and if you go to anchor.fm slash brothers to discussion you can see everything there and if uh, you could, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't have an account and you are a fan of the Brothers of Discussion, it helps us out a great deal. Uh, we'd love to see some more reviews, see some more uh, comments go up there. And, uh, yeah, and enjoy Double or Nothing. Um, I think last year at this time we were talking about that being one of our favorite pay-per-views uh, in years. Uh, not to just sound yeah. like AEW slappies, but it really did bring back like that, oh, my God, this is what having fun watching a pro wrestling event feels like um this will be very different from last year's double or nothing with no crowd and that does a lot of the selling for aew but uh you know i think this will be a good uh you know round two maybe this is really them double or nothing cody throwing all of his cash down because there's nothing left after having no fans for a few months all right everybody thank you for tuning in and i uh, get the stop recording ready and i'll say bye everybody We'll you